All right, this is your host, Zoe. I got my, my boy here, Demarcus. How y'all doing? I'm, I'm um, the host of Seeking Knowledge Podcast. And, man, me and my boy came together to discuss overcoming addictions. Like, man, see, people look at addiction just like drugs, but it's deeper than that. It can be You can be addicted to TV, women, food, money. But this is – we're going to touch more on the – the drug side of things. Cause me personally, I was addicted. Like, I guess when I went through foster care, it kind of really, that's when my addiction started. Cause I felt like my family loved me. So I started hanging in the streets. Like I still smoke weed. I don't call that addiction, but I was addicted to like lean and X pills. I want to speak on that. I look for promethazine, like, you know, Sprite, Jolly Rancher. Like it was an addiction cause it's like, I wanted it. If I have it, I'm going to find a way to get it, whether it's using my money, using somebody else's money, taking somebody else's money. Like, yeah, when foster care, like going through foster care, it, like, it really it messed me all up. So I feel like my family don't love me. My foster mama don't love me because she addicted to drugs herself. Crap. Mm. So I was like, I turned to the streets. And whatever I did out there, shit, laying x pills. I was addicted to it, bro. I'm not ashamed to say I, I was addicted to it, but now as I can say as I speak, fast forward, the only thing I do is smoke weed. We, I don't do nothing else. We spoke on that. I don't call that addiction. I call it just to stimulate my mind. Yeah, it's medicating right there. <laughs> for me, that'll be that'll be cross addicting for me. Um, my my background is, you know, I, I snorted cocaine um, back when I was 19, 20 years old, living in the boarding house in uh, uh, Southwest Atlanta. So um, um, I saw, I was kind of down on my luck and I saw a dude selling crack. I came from a good neighborhood um, and I was like, I needed some money, man. And I'm not even gonna lie, bro. I was conformed to listening to music and rap music. Cause I never, I never seen anybody sell crack. I wasn't around drug dealers. And yeah, I was. Yeah, my parents wasn't even on drugs or nothing. So I was like, well, back in the early 2000s, well, Jeezy and T.I. and all them was talking about selling drugs. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, I see his crack dealer selling some dope. And I was watching him outside my room. He got down. He'll run to a rock and get the dope out and serve the cars coming up and down the street. And I was watching him for about an hour. And then mm -hmm. I was like, man, that dude, he's getting it. So, you know, the next day I approached him and then um, I bought me, um, he sold me a seven of cocaine. I have a quarter of an ounce, man. I know nothing about it. So I went on, I went online and researched how to cook it, right? So I took the, it was, it was I was trying, because I, I was reading some articles and some forums and stuff like the drug that looking fuck you over because of the quality of the cocaine. So it was like, there's one way to test it to, um, Either it won't come all the way back in the pot, you know, after you after it's try to after you try to turn it into crack, you can, you know, kind of just dissolve in the water and you'll get about a couple grams out of it. Or you can test it yourself. So I went ahead and sniffed some, man. I never stopped then, man. So now I'm in recovery. I started neurosis faction. Um, I've made up my own recovery system. I have an NFPA book, stands for Neurosis Faction Program of Abstinence. And I'm really trying to make that an alternative way to really overcome addiction, you know? 
because there's more than one way to do something. You know, me, like, like for you, if the weed's not a problem, that's that's totally fine for me. You know what I'm saying? But no problem. Like, like late in my addiction, man, if I drink a beer, I'll put that shit down. It'll get warm. And I'm running straight to the trap, bro. You know, Ooh, so I, I, I'd rather just stay just straight up clean, man. Yeah, yeah you know, let's touch on um, beer, cuz. It's crazy. Like I said, foster care really, it really fucked me all up because I feel like my family don't love me. So uh, my younger years, let me see, I finished after 18. So I'm going to say I got put in foster care at eight. So when I got the getting old enough how to drink alcohol, mix alcohol, bro, I would say I was a young fucking alcoholic, bro. I was a young alcoholic, I'm talking about, and I'm not ashamed to say that I was alcoholic at a young age. I ain't not a drink, bro, so I'm mixing white liquor with blue liquor with brown liquor. I'm just trying to fit in. Yeah. So I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just getting fucked up. Like, yeah, bro, I was a fucking alcoholic, bro. I'm talking about drinking so much, bro, I passed out, bro. Mm -hmm. Motherfuckers think I'm in the bed, bro. Mm -hmm. I feel you on that, bro. I, I started, I really wasn't too much of alcoholic alcohol really it's it's a trigger more than an addiction for me so when i drink alcohol it's real moderate but i just decide i can't fuck with it all I, many times many times many times in the past five six years i try to be like be like you basically just be normal with you know responsible with drug use but it, it, it never works i'm always gonna revert back to what i really want as soon as i get that buzz it don't matter what it is, man. I can I can hit the blunt twice. I'll I'll, I'll put it out, and I'll I have to go get some dope, man. I have to get some dope. So I just rather revert and stay away from everything, man. And that's good, bro, because a lot of people don't have that mindset, bro. See me, I be around people to this day that smoke cigarettes, that that drink, that do whatever. But it's a mind thing. I don't want none of that. Number one, I don't like drinking no more. I don't like waking up in the world spinning. Yeah. I don't like spending the night in the bathroom by the toilet. Yeah. I don't like that. You throwing up, can't eat none. I don't like them feelings. See, I just smoke the weed. I don't smoke sativa hybrid. I use Inica. I do the Inica strand. So it's more like a downer and relax. More I just body, like more that. Body, body high. That's that yeah. body high. Yeah. Mm. yeah. But now, as far as with some of my methods of how I overcame everything I went through, I'm, it's, it's just simple, bro. I'm from Illinois, bro. I stay in Texas. Mm -hmm. I just got to move from what I was familiar with and put myself in an uncomfortable zone. I put put myself in no man's land. I start associating with people that still do them things. Like I got people back home, bro, homeboys that I just turned 37, bro. They still doing the same thing. I wanted something different, bro. So my method was to get away from what I'm familiar with and move around. I feel you, bro. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta think forward with addiction, man. It's like when you're trying to overcome it. It's when the, the most of the most of the circumstances that we put ourselves in because of addiction, and mm -hmm. then when you when you try to put yourself forward, you keep putting yourself back with them not having a positive relapse prevention plan, I think. Um, yeah. So you got to be able to go ahead and rewind that tape. And just like you just said, with the alcohol and everything, just try to think of the bad things. Most of the time, it don't work. <laughs> I, I just go ahead and be honest. You can go ahead 
You could be homeless. You could be hungry. You could have no money, five dollars in your bank account, shit, and then you still find out a way to get five, ten dollars, and, and still do what you gotta do. So, Crazy. I mean, just yeah, have, yeah, yeah. Smart the relaxation plan, man. That's that's what you yeah. got. To and those are, those are techniques that I talk about within my NFPA book. It's not just a traditional go to a meeting and sit down with a bunch of other people that have done some same shit as you done. You just I have um I have financial recovery in place. I have um brain chemicals, neuroplasticity, exercise, um different different methods to revert your brain back to the state where you was before you started using drugs because that's where it starts. At. It starts in your brain. It's um yeah, abuse is a, is a is a crazy mind control that you can't control. So exactly. you can take control of your brain. It can take control of your neuroplasticity and your and your dopamine levels and your endorphins and the serotonin and all those brain chemicals that drug use alter. So once mm -hmm. you get that back to normal by some standard, some some standard clean time and 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 some and just vigorous like like a follow a set schedule for productivity instead of just waking up two o'clock in the afternoon and shit thinking about dope do I got somebody you checking your pants and shit goddamn already grabbing your car keys and shit and you out the door and you, you know what I'm saying so you got to be more it, it, my program teaches you to be more productive a lot of man and I listen to your podcast you could you kind of go towards the spiritual aspects of it man. And that's where it starts. That's another aspect, your heart. And you know, that's where in your soul. And if that ain't right, ain't nothing else gonna be right. You know? I like how we touch on this because your method was she your method was she created a method. Mm -hmm. I like that, my boy. You created a method. See, I'ma touch on this because I'm gonna say this like one of my methods was getting away. But like when I was doing the um the pills and the lean, bro, I didn't see motherfuckers overdose off this shit. I heard motherfuckers that I knew was connected with overdose off this shit. So me, I learned from my life experience. That was my wake up call. Like I can be next. Like motherfuckers gotta get X pills pumped out of their chest and shit. Drinking that lean shit. Not saying, look, I don't me personally, like you said when we spoke, I don't care what you do. Not none of my business. It's not what, it's just what I'm not about to do no more. Like I told you when I first met you, bro, I don't do nothing but smoke weed. And I, that's all I'm going to continue to do. I feel you, bro. I don't think they're wrong with it. Why they legalize? I don't think they're wrong with it. But all this other stuff out here, like this stuff, this ice, this mock, the stuff that's. Fentanyl and shit. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that's a Killing people, man. Shit. Mm, like, got, like, just like the weed, man. They just playing with. Cause you know the the method uh, the ice and shit. You know the Japanese created that. That they, they, they started Man, that to, for their workers, bro. I don't know who they, they're a fucking genius. Cause if you know what was in meth, I don't see how the fuck all those chemicals don't kill you. But keep yeah, them they, they, they designed that for their workers to work long, to work longer hours and shit without getting tired. That's what that's the that's what that drug was designed for. That's but crazy. You know, over time, you know, it's a worldwide epidemic and shit. So and it's still prevalent today so i did that two times man it was horrible but but i i did not like to come down bro i did too much because i thought i thought it was like coke you know you just got down do a bump or so and and you know 30 minutes you know you want another one shit i broke down the whole fucking shard just like that and i snored i was up for three days i was hearing shit 
paranoid looking around the, the, the colors and the sounds and the lights was fucking with me. I couldn't walk. I had jello legs, man. I was like, man, I ain't never doing that again. And you know, so that's that's what turned me off on that, bro. It's just really the person. It depends, like, cause you know, I really I know I, I like culture I like the cultivation of weed, but I don't like I don't like downing. I don't, I don't like lean, and you know that's your thing. You know you probably don't do coke and shit. So that was my thing, my boy. Yeah, yeah, that was it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, man. It's just, it's just it's just the anatomy of an addict. You know, it's like it's weird how we can how we all chose different drugs and different drugs of choices, and we get the same results, man. Fucked up, homeless, broke, jail, dead, overdose, etc. You know. Yeah, and that's crazy because just saying your story, man, your story is very touching because I was homeless, bro. I know how it is to be homeless. Like, then you think in your mind, I'm homeless, but why the fuck I'm out here trying to get drugs? Why the fuck I'm out here trying to do this and that? You're not really crazy. thinking, right? It's just the moment. Crazy. Be the Someone hit you like, someone gonna hit you like a bat or a brick. Be like, you know what? I want something different. I was like, shit, it's time for me to go. I did that for Feeling fun. Feeling Yeah-yeah-yeah-yeah-yeah-yeah-yeah-yeah-yeah-yeah-yeah-yeah-yeah-yeah-yeah-yeah-yeah-yeah-yeah-yeah-yeah-yeah-yeah-yeah-yeah
was just like a um, it was a memoir. Then I did the e- the ebook called From the Hood to the Church Annotated ebook. Then I was like, fuck it. I got the children's needed story too. So I, I did a children's book on Barnes and Noble titled Dad, Where's My Fish? It's basically I have a junior. I have a son named after me. So Junior, people don't realize where Junior came from. Junior is actually my son. I'm about to put his whole name in there. So I said, Junior, I'm a senior here, Junior. It's a typical story. Dad, the title spread it out. Dad, where's my fish? Most kids want to run a bike, want to do this. This motherfucker woke up like, Dad, where's my fish? One of them missing. Mm-hmm. And I actually got a fourth book I'm going to bring out titled Diamond and the Baby Husky. This is a children's book, too. It's a children's story. Book. The reason why I chose Diamond and the Baby Husky because I just lost a baby sister. My baby sister named Diamond just passed a few months ago. It's some shit crazy, man. A girl, it's, some, it's a whatever. It's, it's deeper than what it is. Like, all I want to say is I love my sister. That's why I'm dedicating this book to her. It's not speaking on her death, but it's a children's book about a girl, which is my sister, who met her, who was outside playing, and out of a sudden, a husky, a dog came up, and she took a liking to this dog. And what's crazy about this, I have a daughter in, I have a daughter named Damani. Damani is playing a veterinarian in the book, so it's like, in actual reality, it's the auntie and the, it's the um, auntie and um, niece in the book. Everything I do, bro, is based off my life. Mm-hmm. Or, or myself, I got um, I got a memoir called Dark Calendars. Is um, I basically wrote about my addiction over the course of thirteen years. Um, it it it, it runs all, all across the spectrum of drug addiction, love. Um, I was a drug dealer for about a couple months in my life. About eight yeah, months I, I was dealing drugs real bad. That's when, that's when they got bad, when I can basically do it whenever the fuck I feel like. Yeah, because you had access to it. Yeah, 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 man. That, and the money was coming in and shit, and I wouldn't, that shit was, I don't even like talking about that shit, but the links for both of our books will be in this description. Um, I also have my NFPA. That's a workbook. Um, I, I'm going to have that one for free. Uh, my book's listed on, his is on Amazon. Uh, mine is on Google Play. Um, also, you can uh, hit up both of our profiles on Facebook, and we'll both have podcasts on Spotify as well. Yeah, yeah. Not? yeah man. So, uh, what's what's your podcast? What's your podcast based on? And look, before I uh, share my podcast, we basically coming over here like like we all battle with addiction, so we basically is coming out here to tell y'all y'all can get past. We're not gonna come over here and give you no side stories, make y'all. We're not, we're not telling y'all to feel sorry for us. We're telling y'all to be happy for us because we overcame addiction. Like mm-hmm. my man said he was dealing with cocaine. Like I was the lean. Come on now. This shit, the, the longer you do this shit and the years go by, it's gonna have effect on your body. So we not we don't want y'all to feel sorry for us. We want y'all to be happy for us. But we telling y'all. Y'all need to watch what y'all doing. Y'all need to watch the people y'all hanging around with. Y'all need to watch the clubs y'all going to. Y'all need to watch the shit y'all putting in the drink. If y'all want to go turn up, keep the shit in y'all hand. I don't know many people that got messed up just because somebody slipped some in their drink. That's why it's a lot of reasons why I don't do things no more. It's a lot of reasons why I isolate myself from a lot of people. 
But back to what he said, for the podcast. Like when I first started my podcast in season one, gotcha. Mm-hmm. In season one, when I started my podcast, it's basically was talking about the transition of my spiritual journey. Because I, I look, I, I came from the Christian background, but I was like, that's a lot of stuff I ain't adding up. And I went on a journey. And that's how I really found myself. Then as the season started going on, I was like, I want to inspire others, but I want to share my story as well. Because I can motivate people, but can you aspire them? So I was like, I'm going to motivate people, but I'm going to twist my story in there. So as I got to going on, like I'd be on season 12, as I got to going on, I was like, this shit became a session. Like I was obsessed with doing this shit. So that, bro, I, that's why I dropped some every day, bro. It's yeah. like a, it's an obsessed because I can be sitting here and I, if people listen to it, they know it's authentic because it's my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one of my favorite ones was, um, it was witness something. Witness. You probably don't even remember your damn stuff. You got so many episodes, man. Yeah. You, know what's crazy, you know what's crazy, bro? I don't even, I listen to other people's podcasts, but I don't even, look, I just, once I drop the episode, I listen to it, and I just like, well, I'm going to let everybody's critique. I'd rather go listen to somebody else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mine's, um, mine's based off of my circumstances and the underlying effects of my addiction. I call them pod relays. Um, it's a solo podcast, and I um I've engineered them as music. You know, um, I got uh different beats on all of them. Um, I don't really too. This is my first interview, um, first podcast, you know, interview type format podcast, like the traditional podcast. Um, so yeah, I just talk about various stories from prostitution, um, uh, drug dealing, me bringing up, uh, sex addiction, um. Um, jail, being homeless, just all the underlying effects of addiction is just my personal story. So, and they're, and they're fun to listen to. I've been getting some positive feedback on most of them, on pretty much all my episodes, only a few. But I put so much time into what, I, what I'm about to record. It's just, you know, it's kind of, it's, I just want to make it more personal instead of just, you know, just turn on the mic and just, you know, just talking about any random topic. So, I have That's to, how people. I, yeah, you have to recant of all the, all the, all the circumstances that I went through over the past couple of years, and I pretty much sectioned them off on on Spotify and and um a lot of platforms and on Amazon, Apple Podcasts, and etc. You know. Mm-hmm. That's how mine on all platforms, and that's yeah. Yeah. that's crazy because the whole thing of this is to inspire, but. I know we're coming up close to an end, but if you want to know more about me, you can find me on Facebook. That's Demarcus Brewster. I'm on Instagram, Demarcus Brewster. I'm on TikTok as Mr. Universal 33. Uh, you can check out my seasons. You can check out Seeking Knowledge Podcast on all on all the platforms from Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music. Shit, you can even look on my Facebook page. You will see it on there, man. But you want to know more about me? I'm affiliated. My Daily Choice. We have so many amazing products. It's all non-GMO. They organic. You want to learn more? You want to network and, and be connected with like-minded people? Tap into this Owl app, man. I've been using this. Yes, I made money from this Owl app. Look yeah. at my Facebook page. Word. I like to make money. <laughs> Gangster, man. All right, I appreciate right. y'all for listening, man. Thank y'all. Yeah. It's the Marcus Seeking Knowledge Podcast and the Roses Faction. My host is, you know, host is up. I appreciate y'all, all right?
Yeah. Man, I appreciate you for having me, man. Yeah, man.